Let'sTruck.com. The show is all about the business of trucking. We'll take your calls and answer your questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, health and fitness on the road, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, getting your authority, you name it. We'll talk about it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call. We're going to get to those calls in a little bit. Uh, It is Saturday, September 23rd. We are here live, so pick up the phone and join us. There is a lot going on. Um, I don't even know where to start on some of this. I was going to uh, write a blog post on some of these ideas to kind of get my own thoughts organized, but it's been kind of a crazy week uh, myself. I don't, there's a lot going on in the industry. I, we've certainly been talking about that, but I see that pace picking up. There's also a lot going on in the world. I think I'm going to talk about that first right now. Um, no specific point to this. It just seems like I don't remember a time where things were kind of this crazy. Uh, in the country, with what's going on in the country and politics and what's going on in the world and every day, there just seems to be more and more piled on. Um, you know, we had our own little natural disaster here uh, where we live. We did have to evacuate for a, about a day and a half. We came back. We've been under evacuation warnings for several weeks now. The fires are mostly out thanks only to rain. We had a couple really heavy days of rain that really helped knock down the Eagle Creek fire. Um, which at one point was the number one fire priority in the country, literally started in our backyard. Uh, Now we're still under an evacuation warning because we've lost so many trees and the gorge is so steep, they're now worried about flash flooding and um, landslides. So we will be under that watch for quite some time. I-84 is open westbound but it is still closed eastbound. Route 14 on the other side of the river in Washington is the detour, but not for commercial traffic. So heavy trucks not allowed on 14. So if you're coming into Portland from the east, you've still got to take that detour down towards Mount Hood and around. So... um, That's obviously in our little part of the world. L.A. had their biggest fire in history. Haven't seen much on the news about that lately. Houston, which was a record-breaking storm, nobody's really talking about Houston anymore because right after that, Florida got hit with a record-breaking storm. We still have lots of people out of power, lots of people displaced. Um, Those are two huge events. Puerto Rico has just about been wiped off the map. Uh, Puerto Rico, the entire island, has no power, and they may not get power back for months. I don't know if many people realize what that could do to that island and that country. Um, They are virtually bankrupt anyway. So I am sure we will be rebuilding um, Puerto Rico and Houston and Florida and so that's all weather natural disaster related we also have 
just the divide that's going on in this country that keeps getting worse. We had the, the riots in St. Louis. You know, those have quieted down some. Um, we now have athletes fighting with the president. I, I just don't ever remember. And granted, um, we've never had somebody in the White House like Donald Trump. Love him or hate him. We've never had somebody in the White House like this. So a lot of this just revolves around him being there. And, of course, his responses and his tweets and his actions, no question. Um, he came out and said that he, w- he believes that any NFL player that takes a knee during the national anthem should be fired. That's pretty strong language. Um, the NFL isn't very happy with that. Uh, the NBA, the, um, the national champions aren't going to the White House, um, which is pretty strange. So now we've got, like I said, we've had celebrities fighting this president from day one, making all kinds of drastic statements that most of them obviously didn't follow through on. If they did, they'd all be living in Canada now. Um, they're not. Now it's the athletes. Um, I don't like the protest the way they're doing it either. I think it's very disrespectful to the country, to the flag, to the people that have fought for that flag and fought for our freedom. You know, if they have a problem with the laws, then they should work to change the laws. If they want to protest, it is their right it's my right to disagree with the way they protest as well. And I believe it would be the NFL owner's right to fire them if they wanted to. Uh, I don't think I would allow an employee to work for me that showed that kind of disrespect. Not the protest itself, the way it's done. Um, just my opinion. But that uh, that's heating up. I'm sure tomorrow's NFL games will be interesting. Uh, my guess is you'll see more of it, not less. I also saw on the news where a peewee football coach of an eight-year-old team, eight years old, had them all kneel during the national anthem. I think that is ridiculous. Um, Normally, I don't talk a lot about, you know, general politics here on this show, but uh, just a lot going on. That's here locally, the divide, the split, all the protests. I don't know where we're going with that. Um, But we've also... We've got some issues uh, globally, North Korea being the most pressing, Iran right behind. Um, President Trump said that if we have to defend ourselves or our allies against any kind of aggression from North Korea, he will destroy the entire country. Those are really strong words from a president. And, of course, he's now referring to uh, the North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un as Little Rocket Man. I'm sure that's not going over well. And that guy's kind of a loose cannon. So um, who knows where that is going to go? China is involved. This starts to become a real issue for trucking. And that's really why I'm talking about all the issues going on in politics right now. Not to just make this a general political show, but this is a business show about trucking business. China is our largest trading partner in the world. 
China is also what keeps North Korea going. Without China's support, North Korea is really going to struggle. If we stop, we have also threatened, the president has threatened to stop trade with any country that supports North Korea. So far, China is in our corner on this one. China claims that they are cutting off funding to North Korea. They're, they're stopping their central banking system from working with. They're moving money in and out of North Korea. We will see if China holds that line or not. If they don't, and we stop trade with China, that will be an economic nuclear weapon around the world. If, if the U.S. and China stop trade between the two countries, I can't even imagine what that's going to do for world economies and for our economies. So there is a lot, a, a lot of turmoil in the world right now and in our country. That doesn't mean that the economy is shutting down. We're, we're having a pretty decent time in the economy right now. The Christmas season is about to start. Um, we'll have to see what those numbers look like. But this doesn't look good long-term for the economy right now. There are lots of things that could happen that could really turn the economy on its head very quickly. My advice when we are heading into turmoil or we are in turmoil like this, things that could really, really impact the economy negatively, possible war, it's being said possible nuclear war because that's what the whole issue is with North Korea. They've made some crazy threats. Um, this is the time, I believe, that you get a little more conservative in business, that you save your cash, that you work whenever it's possible to work and generate as much revenue as you can and be very, very careful about spending. This is the time to sit back, work hard, save money, and pay attention to what's going on in the economy. I'll have more to say on that, and we'll also get to your calls and questions right after this. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Sports Radio, Channel 82, or anytime on the Sirius XM app. 
Listen, if you're like me, you value your privacy. But if you own a business or you deal with clients, you need to be accessible. That's why you need iPlum. iPlum turns your mobile phone into two phones with two separate lines. You keep your personal number, same as now, with your existing carrier, but you add a second line from iPlum with a different ringtone that tells you when you've got a business call. Smart. Adding an iPlum number costs just a dollar a month in the U.S., two bucks in Canada. Wow. Or just $5 for a toll-free line. Wow, wow. With no long-term contract. Oh, and get this. Calls and texts are just a penny a minute in the U.S. Hey. International rates start at the same low price. Hey, hey. And if you want, you can just keep your current business phone number and just port it over to iPlum. I mean, seriously, why carry two phones? When iPlum gives you separate lines, separate voicemails, separate texting, all on the same mobile device. Genius. Visit iPlum.com to ring a second number to your mobile. That's the letter I and the fruit plum. iPlum.com. And now, a sport clip's well-played moment. Gentlemen, as you sit in your car or on your stationary bicycle to victory, what do you ponder? Do you think about the fantasy trade your soon-to-be ex-best friend denied? That speech you rehearsed in the shower to confront the loud chewer at your office? Or have you forgotten what you think about? Fear not, because we have a lot on our minds, which includes a head of hair that must be maintained. Sport Clips Haircuts knows this, which is exactly why they created the ultimate haircut place for men who have other things to think about. A great MVP haircut experience with a hot steam towel, massaging shampoo, and sweet, sweet sports on TV. Everything you need for the hair on your head and face with little thought, planning, or preparation. Watch sports, feel great, problem solved. Then when it's done, look in the mirror and say to yourself, well played, sir, well played. Sport Clips Haircuts. Find a location near you at sportclips.com. Hey, this is NASCAR driver Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Reminding all you contractors and maintenance pros out there to stop by your local Fastenal store for today's supply needs. Fastenal has expanded its local store inventory so you can grab more of what you need right off the shelf. More fasteners, more tools, more safety gear, more maintenance supplies, more of everything you need for the job. From trusted brands like Milwaukee, 3M, DeWalt, Lennox, Kimberly-Clark, and many more. Fasten all. Today's needs today. Freewheeling. Weekdays, 11 a.m. East. Hey, it's Meredith Oaks. And Chris T. from Freewheeling. Keep up with the industry through us. Freewheeling. Exclusively. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. We're going to get to the calls in just a little bit. So, you know, this is one of those times where it's really hard to know what's going to happen. I don't even presume to know where we're going with all of this, but I do know I don't remember a political or business climate like this ever in my lifetime. So, when you don't know what's coming, it's a good time to work hard, maximize every bit of revenue you can make right now, save your money, don't be spending anything you don't need to. Now, you, you also can't get so conservative that you're not spending enough money to support the business and run it properly, but I wouldn't be doing any extra spending right now. This is a time to sit back, pay attention, plan, 
it's a great time to spend the rest of um, this year planning 2018. Um, that's probably what I'm going to be doing the next couple months, really working on where we're going as a company. We have a lot of exciting projects kind of in the works. I have to decide where we're going to put our focus and our resources. Um, but we're going to get a little conservative for a while. We're going to sit on some cash, get some really good, solid plans in place on where we're going to go in 2018, and um, then we're just going to kind of sit back and watch and see what happens. Too, too much going on right now. Um, too many things possible. So not going to make any big decisions. Now, coming up at the top of the second hour. Oh, by the way, yesterday I spent all day at um, – Convoy, um, I'm not going to talk about that a lot right now. Uh, I was very impressed with what I saw, I'll tell you that. I still want to do some more research. And coming up in the second hour today, um, being joined by a very special guest, Chuck Snow. He is the CEO from Traffics. I want to get Chuck's take on where we're going in the industry. Um, with everything else going on, I, you know, we have an ELD mandate coming up in December. That's certainly going to change things. Another reason to kind of sit back, get prepared, be in a good position. I, it's very possible the ELD mandate could have very positive effects. I would want to be prepared for them. I'd want to be sitting on some cash. I'd want to have a good plan and be ready to work. Um, we could see a lot of work. We could see rates go up. Hard to tell. Um, I'm more interested in the bigger long-term picture, and um, Chuck Snow is going to join me in the top of the second hour. We're going to talk about some of those issues and where we may be going. I am going to continue to work um, with Convoy. I had a great time with him yesterday. Um, did an interview with the co-founder and CEO, and that will air, I believe, Monday night, Tuesday morning on Sirius XM. So just kind of uh, some history on how Convoy got started, what their plans are. Um, interesting technology. It's an interesting business model. I still want to do some research, um, but for now, I am going to continue um, working with and talking with those companies that are looking to change the industry with technology. And Convoy is certainly right up at the top of the list on the companies that are set to have a pretty big impact on the way we do business, uh, especially as owner-operators. So I'll keep an eye on that issue and many more, and we'll be talking about that. Let's, um, let's get to some phone calls. Let's start off in... Utah. Bill, welcome to the program. Bill, are you with me? All right. Well, looks like I am having some sort of a phone issue. Let me figure out. I'm going to blame it on sunspots or all these natural disasters or something uh, let me see what I can figure out and uh, let me see if that worked I believe it's on my end Bill in Utah can you hear me 
like we are having some sort of a technical issue here. I will uh, take us into the break while I get somebody working on this. Um, We have been having problems with our phone system. Um, For the last week or so, it's been acting up on us, and we haven't been able to figure out what the issue is. So looks like it might be acting up on us today. Um, I have plenty to talk about for right now. Take us into the break. Figure out if we can get this um, if we can get this handled or not. Um, we'll see. So back to where we are and where we're going in technology. There's two big issues we've been talking about. Obviously, and it's kind of interesting because they're both trying to replace people. Really, that's what these technologies are attempting to do. We have all of the autonomous technology. Clearly, the goal there is to replace people with autonomous technology. We can fight all day long about the details. They can't do this. They can't do that. It'll never work for this. I I am not going to take that approach that they can't do something or an autonomous vehicle won't be able to do that. I believe they can do those things. That doesn't mean that I am for them. As soon as I start talking about what they're capable of doing or what I believe they would be able to do, people start claiming that I am for these technologies, and I am absolutely not. Um, But it doesn't matter whether I'm for them or against them. They're happening. We, we have to deal in reality. And most of the comments I see about autonomous vehicles are just so far off track. And it, it's fear-driven. People are not thinking logically when they talk about this topic. They are being driven by fear. They're afraid their job is in jeopardy. And eventually, it may be. But the thing is not to fight this because you're not going to beat it. It's coming. Many, many industries have been automated and many, many people have lost jobs. Entire industries have been completely automated and those jobs no longer exist. Is that going to happen to trucking in the next five years? Hell no. But is autonomous technology going to have an impact on trucking in the next five years? Absolutely a bigger impact than most people believe. We are still going to have truck drivers for a very long time. So rather than fight against this, why not just stay informed and be so good at what you do that you will be one of the last people replaced? I'm not going to say be so good that you can't be replaced because I don't know what's possible yet. But be so good that you really don't have to worry about being replaced anytime soon. As an owner-operator, I would be looking for a niche. And I've said that forever. I think that's where you should be anyway. I don't want to be out competing with the mega carriers. Let them haul all of that freight they want. I would be looking for niche freight. I would be looking for places I could really provide value. I could be looking for opportunities where I could be solving problems 
because that is one thing that technology still doesn't do. It doesn't think critically or solve problems. That requires humans. So if you want to be relevant, you want to become a good critical thinker and be able to solve problems, and then I would find business opportunities where you use those skills. That's what's going to protect you as long as possible from this. The other technology we've been talking about, and I was just at Convoy, they are really looking at technology as a way of replacing not the brokerage operation. The Convoy is a broker. So everybody thought for a long time technology could replace the broker the way it replaced a travel agent or insurance agents in some cases or lots of other stock brokers were basically replaced by technology. And I saw people make comments that, oh, they'll be replaced just like travel agents. Well, maybe you should look at history. Travel agents started being replaced back in the 80s by technology. In the late 1980s, I went online. I remember it clearly. I went online and bought my first plane ticket on my own without a travel agent, not directly through the airline, bought it online in the late 80s. And it wasn't long after that when the Internet really took off that travel agents for the most part disappeared. There are some very specialized travel agents around that still exist. Not many. This technology is not going to replace the brokerage operation. Not even close. The brokers will still exist. They will use a lot less people to move all of that freight, and that's where technology is replacing some of the labor inside the brokerages. All right, I've got to get to a break. We'll be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rothenberg. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. I had to, Lisa. I have no other choice. If I can't fix it.
start your show now, press 1. To hear important instructions, press 2. To speak to customer service, press 3. Been sued yet. There is still time to inquire. Since it appears you're calling back into a live show, we are reconnecting you now. Your show will go live in five seconds. Four, three, two, one. your show now, press 1. To hear important instructions, press 2. To speak to customer service, press 3. To start your show now, press 1. To hear important instructions, press 2. To speak to customer service, press 3. To start your show now, press 1. To hear important instructions, press 2. To speak to customer service, press 3. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. This is Destination Health. We're down to the final segment. Uh, Kim and Michael are here with me. Um, Michael, I know you were going to talk about that transition from, you know, keto or therapeutic diets into uh, a more kind of rounded 